What's going on guys? Today we're going to be talking about 5 potential trades that Raptors could make to help bolster up their front court and specifically help improve some areas that we're seeing this year that they've been struggling with. So a big thing for the Toronto Raptors has been their rebounding, their defense, and their ability to protect the paint. These are a couple of things that the Raptors have really struggled with this year. We saw against Charlotte yesterday when, you know, a guy would get an open three ball on rotations. That's from, you know, a guy like Aaron Baines maybe being a bit slow as your starting center or protecting the rim. We see Cody Zeller get an open layup right there, right in front of the net with Kyle Lowry guarding him because there's no threat of a rim guy to block their shots. So we're going to talk about five potential trades the Raptors could make to help improve this part of their game. And before we do that, we're first going to be talking about some trades that are honorable mentions that don't didn't make my top five just because of certain reasons. So let's start with Oklahoma City. There are a few guys in there that were intriguing. Al Horford made too much money to try and make a trade actually work. He's making, I think it was $27 million. The Raptors would have to be willing to give up Norman Powell, Aaron Baines, or contrarily Kyle Lowry. And I don't think either of those make a lot of sense with the way the team has been moving so far this season. Another guy that's on Oklahoma City is Mike Muscala. Once again, he's not really going to address those issues defensively or rebounding. He's just a stretch five. He would improve your three-point shooting at the center position, but doesn't add much else. So I'm keeping him out of my top five. Another guy is Andre Drummond. He once again makes too much money in the buyout market. He's a great candidate, but for me, for this top five, we're doing only trades. So let's get right into number five, which is the Raptors making a trade with the Houston Rockets to get P.J. Tucker. And I know what you're thinking. P.J. Tucker doesn't really give you a ton of rebounding, but there are a lot of advantages to his game. So first of all, he's only averaging 4.5 points, 6.5 rebounds, and 0.8 blocks per game this season. But last year, as a small all five, he averaged 6.5 rebounds per game. And he was a stretch four, a guy that was great in switching, great in rotation. So for me, he's still a good asset that could potentially be really valuable in a playoff series a guy that when you look at him across the court you're like I don't want to play against that guy because he gives you a lot of heart he plays great defense and the Raptors defense has been a struggle so I think he's a perfect modern player to add into your rotation to be the kind of guy who can help you switch and rotate off screens and also to close out guys in movement when you know the Raptors were seeing their ability to close out is not like it used to in be in 2019. So this is something that helps address that issue. You get a guy who's active in your front court will help you with your rebounding. Doesn't address the issue of blocking your shots, but it's a small trade you can make to help stretch the floor in crunch time and also just bring another quality player onto your roster. Really helps with developing the culture. So for this trade, the Houston Rockets want two second round picks so we're gonna give them that we're gonna give them two second round picks and then for cap fill to match his seven million dollar salary we're gonna throw in patrick mccaw and matt thomas as cap fill so that's trade number five is pj tucker and in return uh the houston rockets get mccaw matt thomas and two second round picks trade number four this one is interesting people haven't been talking about this i think that i'm one of the first people to actually think about this kind of move I don't know if the Detroit Pistons are willing to give up Mason Plumlee, but I think he'd be an amazing addition if the Raptors were to give them enough stuff to bring him back. So for me, I think that you would have to swap out Aaron Baines for him just to match salaries and then also give them one or two picks. So probably two second rounders and maybe that's enough to get Plumlee out of there considering he's 31 years old. He's not a part of their long-term plans in Detroit. 
So if you were to flip him for another big man who can sort of swap out minutes there to kind of help with the development of that squad while also just giving them a couple more draft assets, I think that would be a perfect move for both teams. For the Raptors, you get a guy who can block shots, grab rebounds, and also score in the paint. He's an effective player, averaging on the season 10 points, 9 rebounds, and almost a block per game. So he's really giving you that full arsenal that he delivers, and he's a really good addition. I think the Raptors could use him a lot. Trade number three. This is one that I've been talking about a lot. And for me, I really, really like this player. I think number one, JaVale McGee is a proven champion and he gets the memes next to him, but he's a proven champion. He's a guy with, like I said, championship pedigree. He can grab rebounds. He can definitely block shots. And right now he's playing with, I don't even think he's playing in Cleveland. He's just a guy that you could give and you could get him back very cheap too. I think that's the real enticing part. So the Raptors could give up McCaw in a second round pick and get him back in return. You're attaching a draft pick to actually... Um, make the Cavs make this transaction. The Raptors get back a guy who can fill minutes at the five. A bit more of a rim runner, a good guy to have in the pick and roll. He's active. A guy who can block shots, like I said, grab rebounds, definitely does all that stuff. Super athletic. Adds to the Raptors' ability to close out on shooters as well because he's not too slow like a guy like Aaron Baines, who's a bit more of a stiff. At number two, we're going with the Raptors getting Marvin Bagley. And this is one of the more interesting trades for me because I like Marvin Bagley a lot. I think he has a lot of upside. On the season he's averaging 14 and 8. A bit of an attitude thing there with him, you know, his father saying he should get more minutes. All this stuff is a little bit concerning, but for me I think the young potential of him would be a great addition to the Raptors core moving forward of OG Pascal Siakam and Fred VanVleet, Malachi Flynn, whoever else is in the mix. I think he adds to your ability in the front court to develop him over time. He's not a guy who would help you necessarily win today. But if the Raptors swapped him for Norman Powell, both to match salaries and to give Sacramento a guy in the front court who can average 20 a game, sorry, in the in sort of like that wing position to help average 20 a game for that team, would be essential for them to kind of go out there with a guy like Harrison Barnes at the four potentially, and then obviously their backcourt with Tyrese coming off the bench too. I think it would be a nice addition to that team as a guy who can help them offensively while also giving them that two-way presence, which we know Norman Powell has done in the past. And at number one, um, you know, these aren't really ranked top five necessarily. These are just five trades, but I've got my first trade as Mo Bamba. And you might not like who he is or anything about him. The only thing you might know about him is that there was a song about him back in the day before he was drafted. But, you know, Mo Bamba's a good player. He's a nice guy. He, like I said, he can block shots, grab rebounds. He's similar to JaVale McGee, except for a lot younger, has more upside. Um, there might be a reason why Orlando isn't playing him a lot, but a lot of speculation suggests, I heard Kevin O'Connor say this of the ringer, that maybe it's more of like a dysfunctionality thing there in Orlando that they're playing Ken Birch instead of him. So, you know, I would like to pick him up. I think he'd be a nice guy you can get. Um, and then the package in return is questionable because his value is sort of uncertain. It's kind of up in the air, but I give them a call for, <laughs> he's in every trade except for the second one, but McCall, Terrence Davis, and a second round pick just because you can give them some draft assets. You know, Orlando's going to be rebuilding again. Give them Terrence Davis, a young prospect who still a little bit raw, has a lot of turnovers, doesn't have a complete game yet, but has shown some potential, especially last season, that he can be a quality player in the NBA. Then the Raptors get Mo Bamba back in return. A guy who's going to get minutes with the Raptors, like with certainty, he's going to get a lot of minutes. So 
For me, I think that's a good move for the Toronto Raptors and for Orlando Magic so the Raptors can add to their front court and really put together a team that can make a bit of a run this year. Let's go. Don't give up, Raptor fans. It's been a bad week, but you know it is what it is. The Raptors have a lot of moving parts right now. The health and safety protocol stuff, everything from there to what's currently going on. So for me, I think you just have to be patient as a Raptors fan and just wait it out. Things will get better. Thank you for listening. Trade deadline is in 11 days, so hopefully Messiah Jerry makes one of these five moves. If he does, respect. I said it first. Thanks a lot, guys. Peace out.